Hi folks, welcome to Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. This show is dedicated to revealing the truth that lies beneath the surface. Are you ready for the truth? Then join me now for another exciting episode of Deep Dive Radio. Hi folks, Alan James from Deep Dive Radio. Listen, if you're worried about the spike protein after taking the COVID-19 vaccine, or maybe you had the virus, or maybe you have a friend that got the vaccine and is shedding, I've got great news for you. You see, we've partnered up with The Wellness Company, and they have a product called Spike Support. Now, Spike Support has six key ingredients in it, one of them being natokinase. Now, natokinase has been shown to dissolve clots that may be caused by the spike protein, either by the virus or the vaccine itself. And it's also a staple food for centuries for the Japanese. Now, the Japanese have a life expectancy longer than any other country. Now, again, these aren't just uh, Hollywood actors with white coats on trying to sell your product. These are real doctors, Peter McCullough, James Thorpe, Harvey Risch, and Robert Seek. They're some of the most published doctors in the world in their fields. And they developed this product just for you, okay? So I take it every single day. And if you want to get it, just go to deepdiveradio.com and hit the Spike Support tab. and You'll get 10% off. All right. So until then, stay healthy with Spike Support. Good morning. Thanks for joining me again on Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. And we got a really great show today. This one's called The Ice Age is Coming and Global Warming Was a Scam. Everywhere you go, you hear about global warming and how fossil fuels are causing it. You can hear it on mainstream media every day, really. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. What if I told you that not only is that untrue, but the opposite is happening? Yeah, that's right. An ice age is upon us. Don't believe me? Then listen to what a climate expert had to say about this subject. Here's the headline. It's in Slay News, by the way. It's a good publication. And guess what? It's not mainstream media. They're independent. And that's where you're going to get the truths. All right. So in Slay, uh, the the headline says, renowned Arctic scientist debunks climate crisis, warns ice age is coming. And this is an article by Frank Bergman of Slay News. A world-renowned Arctic scientist has spoken out to debunk the globalist climate crisis narrative and warn the public that the Earth is actually heading for a period of global cooling. Leading polar expert Andrei Fedotov of the Siberian branch of the Russian Academy of Sciences declared that warming is about to end and the planet is about to enter an ice age. (laughs) Uh, We will inevitably transition to an unfavorable cold, he warned, according to the Russian Academy of Sciences. According to Fedotov, the director of the Limnological Institute of RAS, the period of unfavorable cold will begin around 2030. So hang on to that gas car that you have, okay? Forget these electric cars. Uh, Fedotov issued the warning in a statement that was published by RAS, the country's leading scientific institution. According to the statement, Fedotov said, warming is about to end. And the cause is not humans, but the interplay between the sun and earth. Hey, who would ever thought of that, huh? The sun. Okay, the sun is a powerful thing, folks. More powerful than emissions from your car. 
okay? I don't care if it's a billion cars. It's not going to be as strong as the sun's influence on this planet. He goes on to say, Currently, we are in a favorable period, but we will inevitably transition to an unfavorable cold one around 2030 through 2035. Fedotov, a doctor of geological and mineralogical sciences, cited his studies of Lake uh, Baikal. I think I said that right. B-A-I-K-A-L. And historic climate epochs. E-P-O-C-H-S. Epochs. When the Ice Age comes, you will feel it immediately, he warns. Fedotov is urging the public to make preparations as such levels of cold would have a severe impact on the global food supply. Rise and fall of nations, I think. Talked about that in Martin Armstrong's interview. In an interview with RAS, Fedotov explained his findings. Here's the excerpt. I'll read that. Russian Academy of Sciences, RAS, in other words, what awaits us is not warming, but cooling. When? Andrei Fedotov says, Now we are in a prosperous period, but let's move on to a disadvantaged one. It's inevitable. According to my estimates, the transition should occur around 2030 to 2035. And RAS asks, So the Ice Age has already arrived, but we haven't felt it yet. No. When it comes, you will feel it immediately, according to Fedotov. RAS asks, what should be done now? Prepare felt boots, warm clothes, heaters? Fedotov, I would start with food. Hungry in felt boots won't last long, <laughs> he says. Man, I'm going to have a sip of my coffee here. Ah, okay. I make Turkish espresso coffee, by the way. It's really good. Uh, where are we? Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, as Western corporate media outlets continue to push the climate crisis... Narrative onto the public Russia outlets rarely mention green agenda talking points because they know better. They know better, folks. Russian TV viewers would assume that climate change is not an established fact. In doubt-inducing programs regularly aired by Russia state channels in the last decade, audiences are confronted with the message that the climate debate is ongoing. Theories of imminent global cooling hold equal credibility to the consensus on human-induced warming promoted by the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC. A 2020 episode of the show, The Most Shocking Hypotheses, on the state-controlled RENTV network aired claims that global warming turned out to be a global scam. I believe it. In the episode, the host briefly mentioned that information in the show would contradict established science. However, the host asserted that their purpose was to give the floor to another hypothesis so viewers could make their own conclusions. Isn't it time for the whole world to save humanity from imminent doom? The narrator asks. It turns out things are not so straightforward, after all. Perhaps the climate apocalypse exists only in the inflamed minds of people, frightened by global media and the shocking predictions of scientists. Russian President Vladimir Putin has also voiced mixed rhetoric on climate during his two decades in power. In 2003, Putin famously joked that Russians would not need to buy as many fur coats if global warming were real. Okay. I agree with that. Remember back in the 70s, there was a TV show called In Search Of, hosted by Leonard Nimoy, his famous Spock character. 
on Star Wars. Star Trek, sorry, on Star Trek. Well, there was an episode that came out uh, circa 1978 or so, 77, where they talk about climate change in there. And they weren't talking about global warming. They were talking about an ice age that was upon us. Maybe they had it right. Anyway, I got that clip queued up for you, and I'll play that for you right after the break. Stick around. Hi, folks. Alan James from Deep Dive Radio. Listen, if you are worried about the spike protein after taking the COVID-19 vaccine, or maybe you had the virus, maybe you have a friend that got the vaccine and is shedding, I've got great news for you. You see, we've partnered up with The Wellness Company, and they have a product called Spike Support. Now, Spike Support has six key ingredients in it, one of them being natokinase. Now, natokinase has been shown to dissolve clots that may be caused by the spike protein, either by the virus or the vaccine itself. And it's also a staple food for centuries for the Japanese. Now, the Japanese have a life expectancy longer than any other country. Now, again, these aren't just uh, Hollywood actors with white coats on trying to sell you a product. These are real doctors, Peter McCullough, James Thorpe, Harvey Risch, and Robert Seek. They're some of the most published doctors in the world in their fields. And they developed this product just for you, okay? So I take it every single day. And if you want to get it, just go to deepdiveradio.com and hit the Spike Support tab. And you'll get 10% off. All right. So until then, stay healthy with Spike Support. All right, we're back. And as promised, I have that clip for you of Leonard Nimoy on In Search Of talking about an oncoming ice age. Take a listen. There is little doubt that someday the ice will return. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In Greenland, the snows of centuries have piled up on the largest ice cap in the northern hemisphere. Scientists have recently discovered evidence of a climatic catastrophe. Drilling down over 1,400 meters, geologists have collected precious samples of ancient ice. Some of it fell as snow over 100,000 years ago. The ice is shipped south, where it is kept frozen at minus 35 degrees and carefully divided up for study. By separating out the two forms of oxygen in the ice, scientists have been able to chart the temperatures when it fell as snow. Near the bottom of the ice cap, they found traces of widespread freezing occurring with dramatic suddenness. Dr. Chester Langway is chairman of the geology department at the State University of New York, Buffalo. We have evidence from the ice core studies that approximately 89,000 years ago, the global climate changed from one of greater warmth than today into one of glacial severity. It is possible 
that a tremendous volcanic event occurred, shielding the sun, cooling the Earth's temperatures, and thereby providing the explanation of the advancing glaciers. The significance of this catastrophic event is that within a hundred year period of time, that the glaciers could have re-advanced over the surface of the Earth. It is possible that we may enter into such a cold climate almost instantaneously in the very near future. All right, so back in the 70s, they're talking about an ice age. Is that because before the WEF and the WHO agendas? That'd be worth looking into, wouldn't it? They didn't get to they didn't get to Leonard yet. So they were they were probably telling the truth. They were probably telling the truth. And how did it happen that all of a sudden they changed from this telling us about an ice age coming in the 70s to later on now telling us that we have global warming? Which is it, guys? Well, I have the feeling the global warming is the bullshit. The ice age is the real deal. 1,600 scientists just recently signed a paper saying so. I'll see if I can find that for you and cue it up. Here you go. It says on the top, there is no climate emergency. Okay? And then here's just a few of the names. There's 1,600, as I said. This is just the first page. Check it out. All right. If that's not enough for you, let's see what Nobel laureate John F. Clauser had to say about climate change. Check it out. Regarding climate change, the dominant process, I believe, has been misidentified by factors of 200. So if you're off by a factor of 100, 200, your process is way too small to be important. It's the big one, big numbers matter, little numbers can be neglected. Their lack of scientific knowledge allows science, pseudoscience, to promote what I will refer to as technocons, political opportunistic aims. Technocons are readily unmasked and identified if you simply apply order of magnitude calculations. Very importantly, a referee must apply good calculus-based statistical methods along with good common sense. I can confidently say there is no real climate crisis and that uh, climate change uh, does not cause extreme weather events. Thank you. Still not enough for you? Well, I got some more. Check it out. So this came out uh, October 5th. Top climate scientist blows whistle. Admits crisis is a hoax. Now, who's this now? This is somebody else. One of the world's most respected climate scientists has blown the lid off the green agenda narrative that the Earth is facing a crisis due to global warming. Dr. Judith Curry is a climatologist who has published more than 140 scientific books and papers. No slouch, right? Curry, who served as former chair of the School of Earth and Atmospheric Sciences at the Georgia Institute of Technology, has also admitted to pushing fake climate change propaganda herself. So she, she found a conscience. As Slade News previously reported, Curry recently came forward to confess to fabricating her studies, concluding that climate change is causing more frequent and more severe hurricanes around the world. For years, Curry's, Curry has been one of the leading voices warning that the Earth is facing an emergency due to allegedly man-made climate change. 
Her work has frequently been cited by those promoting climate alarmism. Curry said she became the darling of the liberal corporation media after she published a study that seemed to show a dramatic increase in hurricane intensity. We quote here, we found that percentage of category four and five hurricanes had doubled, says Curry. The study was published around the time of Hurricane Katrina. This was picked up by the media and then climate alarmists realized, oh, here's a way to do it, she said. Tie extreme weather events to global warming. The more intense hurricanes reported in her findings rapidly gave the alarmist fuel. However, when her work gave her worldwide recognition after it was linked to climate change, Curry admits that she enjoyed the Green Agenda ride. Now, apparently she's she's coming clean, okay? I was adopted by the environmental advocacy groups and the alarmists, and I was treated like a rock star, Curry recounts. Great. I was flown all over the place to meet politicians. But then some researchers pointed out gaps in her research by highlighting the years with low levels of hurricanes. Like a good scientist, I investigated, says Curry. Should have done that right from the beginning. Part of it was bad data, she admitted. Part of it was natural climate variability. Okay, makes sense to me. Curry says that she decided to speak out after her own work was exposed. Her own experience made Curry realize that there is a climate change industry set up to reward alarmism. Yeah, mainstream media is a big part of that. The origins go back to the UN Environmental Program, says Curry. Some United Nations officials were motivated by anti-capitalism, she revealed. (laughs) Uh, They hated the oil companies and seized on the climate change issue to move their policies along, Curry explains. In 1988, the UN created the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. The IPCC wasn't supposed to focus on any benefits of warming, Curry explains. No. The IPCC's mandate was to look for dangerous human-caused climate change, right? Then the national funding agencies directed all the funding, assuming there are dangerous impacts. Mm-hmm. The researchers quickly figured out that the way to get funded was to make alarmist claims about man-made climate change. This is how manufactured consensus happens. I know that, and you know that. But there's a lot of stupid people out there that don't know that. They usually have pink hair. Anyway, in a new interview with commentator John Stossel, or is it Stazel? Curry has further exposed the globalist climate crisis narrative that seeks to usher in a net zero goals of the UN and the World Economic Forum, WEF, before 2030. The video begins with alarmist statements from radical Democrat Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, the blooming idiot Democrat in New York, and global warming activist Greta Thunberg. Probably remember her. Young kid, thinks she knows everything about, doesn't doesn't know anything about anything, but thinks she does. Who both claim without evidence that people are dying. People are dying. People are dying. 
Also among the propaganda is the claim the Earth has until 2030 to avoid a climate catastrophe. Curry also spoke about ClimateGate, which revealed so-called climate scientists were concealing information, warping study results, and bullying editors. No doubt. Extremists, including those at the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, decided on a war against oil companies and capitalism and put the policy cart far ahead of the science horse, she said. Curry said much of the false study results come from the bias in funding. Mm -hmm. She explains that scientists looking neutrally at such issues couldn't get funded, and eventually they were smeared as climate deniers. Curry said the scientific community likely began the cancel culture because of these issues. Today, she charged climate change arguments are being used to ignore the real problems that need to be addressed. Yeah, of course. She notes that real issues such as poverty, lifestyle, poor government, poor land use, poor city planning, and more are simply blamed on climate change. Curry is not the first renowned scientist to come forward recently, however. As Slay News reported in August, over 1,600 scientists from around the world joined forces by signing a declaration stating that claims of a climate emergency threaten the Earth are a hoax. Okay, so we mentioned that earlier, but it's worth repeating, isn't it? 1,600 people. It's worth repeating. That's a consensus. They always talk about, you don't have the consensus. Well, 1,600 is a consensus. 1,600 scientists. Okay, 1,600 people paying attention. The massive group of scientists, which includes two Nobel Prize winners, signed the World Climate Declaration, WCD. The WCD dismisses the existence of climate crisis and insists the carbon dioxide is beneficial to the Earth. I knew that. I knew that. The declaration directly conflicts with the popular alarmist narrative that claims humans are destroying the planet with their carbon output. These views are also echoed by renowned environmentalist Dr. Patrick Moore, a co-founder of Greenpeace. As Slade News reported earlier this week, Moore is also warning the public that an anti-carbon dioxide narrative is a scam. Moore, an ecologist and environmental activist for more than 50 years, is warning the public that climate alarmism is 100% untrue. That's from Greenpeace. In a new interview with podcast host Dan Proft, Moore warns that the entire climate crisis narrative is a hoax. Moore highlights how, in recent years, green agenda advocates have been using changes in the weather to suggest that the planet is being destroyed by global warming. They said it was the hottest year in the history of the Earth the other day, and it's not. Moore told Proft on the Counterculture podcast, That's just period, a lie. The whole climate alarmism, climate catastrophe, is 100% untrue, Moore declared. We are not in a climate crisis. Moore told Prof that there is nothing really that radically happening with the climate. We noted that it's essential to seek the truth and sort out what is true and what isn't. Claims of a climate crisis are being promoted around the globe by governments and their media accomplice in an effort to comply with the green agenda goals of the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the World Health Organizations, and other unrelated globalist organizations. 
Meeting these goals typically involved plans to slash the quality of life for most of the general public while ramping up taxes to save the planet. Sound familiar? Meanwhile, the handful of powerful elites promoting the green agenda will continue to fly around in private jets and eat meat because they are part of the solution. Okay. All right. Bill Gates. Read more. Bill Gates admits climate crisis narrative is a hoax. Let's read that one. This came out September 24th, and this is also by Frank Bergman from Slay News. Bill Gates admits climate crisis narrative is a hoax. Okay. Let's see what he had to say. Let me have a sip of coffee here. Oh, that's good. I'll make it nice and strong. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates has admitted that climate crisis prophecies of doom are a hoax. You won't hear this on mainstream media. In a major U-term, climate alarmist Gates backtracked and confessed that global warming does not have apocalyptic consequences. Gates reportedly told a group of his fellow globalist green agenda advocates that the climate doom narrative has now become so exaggerated that the public now sees right through the charade. Okay. The admission from Gates is a major shift from for the billionaire who has been a leading proponent of the climate emergency narrative. We've all heard him. For years, Gates has been championing the net zero goals of the unelected bureaucratic and corporate elite. The net zero targets are dictated to global governments by the World Economic Forum. The United Nations seek to strip the public of their quality of life in order to eliminate so-called carbon emissions by 2050. What happened to 2030? I don't know. However, as Slay News has reported, analysts warn that meeting these unrealistic goals will cost the taxpaying public $75 trillion. Even after spending the 75 t the world will still likely fall far short of the targets by 2015, and the globalists behind the policy will be long gone. Well, they're long gone last year. In 2021, Gates previously warned of an apocalyptic consequences if the world fails to achieve zero net carbon emissions by the year 2050. He warned the then host of Fox News Sunday, Chris Wallace, in February 2021. The migration that we saw out of Syria, this is a quote by Bill Gates, the migration that we saw out of Syria for the civil war, which was somewhat weather dependent, we're going to have 10 times as much migration because the equatorial areas will become unlivable. We won't be able to farm or go outside during the summer. Wildfires, even the farming productivity in the south of the U.S., the droughts will reduce productivity in the area dramatically. Gates went on to say that the loss of life would be greater than even the worst part of the coronavirus pandemic. Oh my God, that, that hoax. The instability overall will be five times as many deaths at the peak of the pandemic and going up every year, he said. If we wait 10 more years, it's not as bad as if we wait 20 or we wait 30 because the temperature just keeps going up, he said. Gates also promoted the narrative in his fear-mongering book, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster. In his book, Gates warns that it is imperative that the world complies with net zero goes before 2025 to avoid catastrophe. However, while speaking at New York Times event in New York City this week, Gates made a sudden U-turn on his climate doom narrative. 
During the live event at the Times Center in New York, Gates admitted that no temperate country is going to become uninhabitable due to global warming. Uh, He must have put money in different stocks or something, I don't know. He continued by admitting that the aggressive fear taxes are no longer working on the public. (laughs) This guy is amazing. He's a sociopath, all right? In case you didn't figure that out by now. Gates warned his globalist allies, if you try to do climate brute force, you will get people who say, I like climate, but I don't want to bear that cost and reduce my standard of living. The billionaire also weighed in on his controversial plans to chop down trees to fight climate change. This guy's a real lunatic, isn't he? As Slay News reported, Gates is funding a new effort that seeks to chop down a staggering 70 million acres of trees in an effort to allegedly fight global warming. That's insanity. Gates' organization Breakthrough Energy has plowed $6.6 million into the project led by Kadoma Systems, whoever they are. The move will see 70 million acres of forest, mostly in the western United States, cut down. After the trees have been chopped down, they will be buried. This is, this is sickening. This is nuts. This is absolute craziness. After the trees have been chopped down, they will be buried. Oh, I just read that. According to the project organizers, scientists say burying trees can reduce global warming. What the f***? Kadoma claims the burying trees will prevent them from allegedly spewing carbon back into the air. Oh, this is, this is just too rich. Commenting on such plans, Gates even dismissed the idea of planting trees to save the planet. Whoa! Why is he coming clean all of a sudden? Because he's got his money somewhere else, probably. That's all it is. It's about money. Are we the science people or are we the idiots, he said, in response to those who suggest planting more trees is good for the environment. Oh. Gates' U-turn comes as BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, what a great name, abandoned the term ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance. Here we go. Fink also warns that the green bubble is imploding. Yeah, you see this? It's money. It's about money. If you don't know who BlackRock is, they have more money than like most countries combined. Gates' shift doesn't appear to have fully resonated with all his fellow Green Agenda advocates just yet, however. As Slade News reported earlier, Gates' fellow globalist Bill Clinton and Pope Francis held talks this week to discuss ending the climate change catastrophe. Stressing the urgency of addressing the alleged catastrophe, the Pope and ex-POTUS vowed to fight global warming before it's too late. It's time to work together to stop ecological catastrophe before it's too late, the pontiff told Clinton at the meeting of the Clinton Global Initiative, CGI. Let us stop while there is still time, please. Cool. In late August, Francis said it's time for world leaders to listen to science and institute a rapid and equitable transition to end the era of fossil fuels. This is the Pope. It is absurd to permit the continued exploration and expansion of fossil fuels infrastructures, he declared in his measures for the September 1st Feast of Creation. Let us raise our voices to halt this injustice towards the poor and towards our children who will bear the worst effects of climate change. The unrestrained burn of fossil fuels and the destruction of forests are pushing temperatures higher and leading the massive droughts, the Pope stated. 
He claimed that the alleged catastrophe is a product of a consumerist greed fueled by selfish hearts. Right. And look at your house, right? Where you live. Your, your, your place. Gold everywhere. Jesus. Francis then suggests communist-like policies to address climate change. Richer nations have contracted an ecological debt that must be paid to poorer nations, he declared. Another sociopath. Let us heed our call to stand with the victims of environmental and climate injustice and to put an end to the senseless war against creation, he said. Well, I can go on and on, but I think you get the point by now. There is no climate crisis. The climate changes all the time. It gets warmer, it gets colder. It's been doing that for a very long time. There's just people out there that want to use it for their benefit, for their gain, for their power. Their power over you and me. We mustn't let them. We must fight back. By the way, we are in charge. Anyway, that's all the time I have today. Thank you for joining me on Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. I'll see you every Sunday at 10 a.m. So long now.